is Histories and Mysteries. I'm one of your hosts, Ashley, and this is your other host, Jessica. And on our podcast, we talk about fascinating history, like the history of witches and Cleopatra. We talk about creepy paranormal, like the black-eyed kids in possession, and true crime stories like cults and serial killers. We also often mispronounce words and mess up common sayings like bang for your buck. (laughs) So if you want to come laugh with us or at us, we don't mind, check out Histories and Mysteries. That's Histories, Ampersand Mysteries, and we're found on all major podcast platforms. Uh, Is this in Chicago? Yes. Okay, yep. Yep, this is a good one. Yep. Okay, so I am going to give like a quick heads up. This was really hard to research because there's a lot of information and there's a lot of contradictory information. So if I do get some things wrong, I did my best. I was still doing research last night because I was still finding different accounts. So please bear with me. I'm not a professional. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) So Herman Webster Mudgett was born May 16th, 1861 in New Hampshire. He was a smart boy, but was bullied by his peers. Um... Which is not an excuse for becoming a serial killer. No. But he was bullied. Um, The the biggest one that everybody seemed to talk about was he would... uh, He was dragged into a doctor's office and was, like, really scared of death and dying and, like, dead bodies. And his, like, peers forced him to, like, stare into the eyes of a skeleton. I... Was this, like, a field trip? I don't know. I don't know how that, like, it just sounded like they just were, like, you're coming with us, punk, and then, like, dragged him there and, like, made him, like, stare at this skeleton. All right. I don't know where the doctor was. I don't know what was happening, but. That's weird. Yeah, he, like, in his book, he wrote a book. I did not read it. Thank God. Yeah. Um, He says something, like, how this like defined the rest of his life because it cured him of his fear and then made him more interested in so what i'm hearing is it was the uh classmate's fault that he became a serial killer i mean they never would have forced him to look into the eyes of a skeleton this would have never happened but fear and intrigue are often very close to one another so that's not necessarily true but we won't we won't put all this on them that's not really fair um, he came from a wealthy family uh, in the area, and um, he ends up going to school to become a doctor at a small school in Virginia before being accepted to the University of Michigan. So while he was going to school at the University of Michigan, he married his first wife, Carla Lovering, in 1878. They had one son together before she leaves him in Michigan and goes back home she was like peace the fuck out yeah um so they never get divorced but does he um, get remarried <laughs> oh yes of course he does. <laughs> um so he is still going by herman at this point and he graduates from the university of michigan in 1884 sorry <laughs> that was serious he just freaked out serious buddy <laughs> i touched his butt <laughs> Did not like it. Now he wants my butterbeer. We are just having a a 
an a issue J. here? Yeah. Okay. Hey, sorry. Buddy. We're just gonna stay here, please. Okay. Serious, come here. Carefully. Come on. Come on. Good boy. Okay. There we okay. Go. We're good. We're situated. <laughs> sorry. It's bound to happen with podcasts, but. Okay, so um, his mentor was a man named Naham Wright, and he was um, an advocate for human dissection. Oh. Here's the thing, though. So back in the day when Herman was a doctor, yeah, it was illegal to, like, do any work on cadavers. So, like, they literally had no idea what was going on inside the body unless they were cutting someone open to, to do surgery and i don't know about you but i would rather not be a test subject while i'm getting a, an operation done yeah i would agree so it was still really taboo back then to like dissect a body and see what was going on and see the differences between male and female to the point where like there were riots because people found out that graves were being robbed oh right to to do this and i actually thought about covering that stuff later too because it's really interesting um so this is really where H.H. H. Holmes who is still going by Herman uh, I would change my name if yeah, it was Herman I, I know right I'm sorry to all the Hermans out there I don't mean that in a bad way but. it's just not like a super cute name um so this is when his life of crime begins because since he was working with this Nahum Wright who was using cadavers um he had access to cadavers and so he would put out a life insurance policy on that cadaver and then he would stage an accident with that cadaver and so he was defrauding life insurance companies and getting all the money so he would have these dead people Uh and he would take out a life insurance policy on this said dead person yep and then he would re-kill this well he didn't kill them the first time presumably but he would stage their deaths yep and then he would collect on the insurance money correct okay that's actually like it's kind of genius right yeah i mean like (laughs) terrible 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 and like don't fucking do that but i mean like i i applaud i applaud the effort yeah i mean and it worked so like it's really on the insurance companies, but I mean, I, I don't think they ever expected a psychopath to be doing that with dead, dead bodies. bodies. True. <laughs> um, and actually, they didn't find out about this until after he'd been arrested. So he like admitted it later. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, by the way, this is a, what I also did." Yeah. <laughs> um. So in 1884, after Carla left him. Herman moved to Philadelphia, um, where he worked at a pharmacy for a few weeks before a young boy died after taking some medicine from the pharmacy. Herman denied any involvement, but flees the area anyways. So, you Kinda know. reminds me of, um. Looks really innocent. It's a it's Wonderful, a wonderful life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Dad's favorite Christmas, Christmas movie, movie of all time. Yeah. 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 That's so. Funny. Well, not funny. That's sad. It's super sad that this boy died. And, like, let's be honest, it probably was Herman. Oh, I'm going <coughs> to safely assume. Um, but, yeah, he claims it wasn't. And this is when he changes his name to Henry Howard Holmes. Can we pause really quick, though? Yes, please. Um, Did he admit to any murders? I know you're probably Eventually, gonna... yes. Okay. Did he admit to any other child murders? No comment. 
is that a yes it's com- there's n- no comment at this point okay i'm just i'm just curious <laughs> because i'm like why would he admit to all these other murders and not admit to this one and my only reason for asking if it was any other child murders because i was wondering if maybe he didn't want to be labeled someone who would kill children oh, he did not give a shit okay so then maybe maybe <laughs> i do believe he didn't do this one i don't know so, so I feel like if he did do it, he would have just like owned up to it at some you point. You would think, but okay, well, okay. he's he's clearly a a psychopath yeah, or he, a so sociopath. He's all of the yeah, he's paths. crazy. Okay, so he moves to Chicago after he changes his name to H. H. Holmes. Any particular reason um, that he changed his name? It was it said in some of my sources that it was to keep people from his past from finding him. So okay, that's a little suspicious. Yeah, well, like. If someone caught on to the fact that he'd been defrauding these insurance oh, companies yeah. or, you know, whatever. He's not, like, the most trustworthy dude. Oh, I'm But, sure unfortunately, a lot of women seemed to think so. Was he handsome? Yes. I don't think so. But, but for do. the time, yes, he okay. was. Um, so, he then marries a woman named Marta Belknap in 1886 in minneapolis minnesota oh. while still being married to carla who he then files from divorce from from after he's already married uh marta so so we got a carla and a marta uh-huh so he claims that the reason for the divorce was infidelity on carla's part but there's no proof of that and the divorce is denied oh jesus christ so he is now currently married to two women at the same time they're like yeah we're gonna deny you your divorce but here marry two women yeah well remember though he married carla as howard and now he's going by or herman yeah sorry and now he's going by howard yeah you're right so and this is in the 1800s so it's not like it was easy to keep up with all this unless you knew hey Ooh, mr mr he does not like this story (laughs) Um, so he and Marta have a daughter in 1889 and they live in Wilmette, Illinois, which is 14 miles north of Chicago. And, um, H.H. Holmes spends most of his time in Chicago. Okay. So when he first goes to Chicago in 1886, he began working at a drugstore that was owned by Elizabeth S. Holton and her husband. He ends up buying the company from her after her husband dies and then Elizabeth goes missing. H.H. Oh. H. Holmes claims that she moves to California, but it's never confirmed. Why do anything to her, though, if she already sold you the company? Did she sell him the company? Oh, I guess you're right. Good point. So um, in 1887, he purchased an empty lot across the street from his pharmacy and builds a multi-use two-story building that was going to be a storefront, including a drugstore and then a hotel on top. So, I have, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. (laughs) This is where it starts getting nasty. So, um, it's a, in some of my sources, it did say, to be fair, that Elizabeth did not go missing, but in like 90% of them, it was like, no, she did. Okay. And the one that it didn't, that said that it didn't, was Wikipedia. Okay. So I, I'm bound to believe yeah, the non-Wikipedia source over... Yeah. Not that it hasn't gotten better and not that it's not a source to use, but, you know. No, I get what you're saying. So, um, and then in 1891, a creditor of H.H. H. Holmes named John DeBruley dies in the pharmacy 
but it isn't proven that H.H. Holmes has anything to do with his death. He just died in the pharmacy? He, so he died of something, but when I texted Carrie, my nurse friend, she was like, I have no idea what that is. And so I just like left it alone because I, if, if a nurse is like, I've never heard of that or don't even know what that would be, then I'm just not going to touch it. So, it's, so it wasn't like he would, he like died of like a gunshot wound or no. a knife wound. He just died of some weird something something. Yeah. Okay. So he yeah, but we don't really know what that something something was. Okay. Um. So then on Christmas Eve of eighteen ninety one, H H Holmes' mistress Julia and her daughter Pearl go missing. H.H. Holmes claims that Julia died during a botched abortion, but no one really knows what happened to her or her daughter, Pearl. That's sad. I don't like when the kids are involved. Yeah. Now I know how you felt. It's it's icky, yeah. right? It just makes you feel gross. And Pearl, what a cute name. I know, right? My first car was named Pearl. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, And then in 1892, he adds a third floor to the building that he claims is going to be used during as a hotel during the chicago world's fair that was going to happen but it never ends up being used most of that is because some parts of the hotel were never completed um he also did this really sketchy thing where he like hired several different contractors Mm -hmm. so if he felt like one contractor started to know too much of what the inside of the building looked like, he would fire oh, them and hire somebody new. That's... Uh, Isn't that weird? Like that. Why do you not want people to know? Oh, you it? know, maybe because there are like body shoots and vats of... Like a slide? Uh-huh. Yeah, but for dead people. Um, for living people to slide down because they went to uh, vats of acid to disintegrate their bodies. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, I get oh, in. No, 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 no. <laughs> Careful, we we don't have money for copyright. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, <laughs> I added some notes. So, um, I'm, I get more into that towards the end, but. Okay. It's real suspicious. But either way, he was didn't want people to know what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, I kind of wanted to lay out his story first and then, like, go back and, and tell you, like, what was found out after he was caught. Yeah. Um, did any of these contractors go missing? Not that I'm aware of, but I do know that he did not pay a lot of people, which is why he had creditors. Um, I watched a video, and in the video they told this story about how he... Um, had this huge safe put in, like an airtight safe, and it was like lowered into the building. And then after everything was built around it, he hadn't paid for it. So they were like, oh, give us back our safe. And, and he, he was, was like, like, okay, go get it. But if you ruin my building, I'm going to sue you. So they oh. were just like, well, forget it. So wow. like he does stuff like that. Like he's just, he's he's really smart. Yeah. He's too smart. And it's like, shit. That's funny, actually. Like so, you can yeah. have your safe back, but, but if you damage my building, I'm gonna sue you. Yeah, it's it's crafty. Like that's for sure. Um, another alleged romantic partner of H. H. Holmes named Emmeline Sigrand starts working at the hotel in May of 1892 and goes missing in December of the same year. 
Did you say that the hotel never was used as a hotel? Or did I just make that up in my head? Um, it wasn't used as a hotel for oh, the, World the World's Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Okay, okay. I don't think it was done yet. Okay. Um, but he definitely had employees and stuff because it said um, in one of my sources, all of his employees were required to hold life insurance policies that named H.H. Holmes as the beneficiary if they died. I do not need a job that bad. Yeah, right? No. Super sketchy. Um, a woman named Ed- Edna Van Tassel also goes missing in the area and is another assumed victim of H.H. H. Holmes, but was not confirmed that that they even knew each other or anything. But people just kind of assume because of his track record. Right. Um, in 1893, a one-time actress named Minnie Williams starts working at the hotel. She transfers over a deed of land to H.H. H. Holmes after he convinces her to do so. And then he gives the deed to an accomplice of his named Benjamin Pitzel. Or Peitzel, sorry. So this Peitzel person was like in on everything? I don't know if he was in on everything, but he was definitely in on a lot of it. Okay. Um, I think he just thought that they were defrauding insurance companies and stuff. I don't think he knew the full extent of everything. Um, So... They met while they were both working in the building that the pharmacy was located in before A.J.H. Holmes moved it to his hotel. Okay. Um, and then H.H. Holmes start posing as a married couple to rent an apartment in Chicago. Wait, with who? A.J.H. Holmes and Minnie, this actress girl. Okay. Um, her younger sister, Annie, comes to visit in July of 1893. Does she go missing? She writes a letter to her aunt telling her that she and Minnie are going to Europe with a man that she calls Brother Harry. Ew. So we assume that she believes H.H. Holmes' name is Harry, and that's her brother-in-law. That's why she calls him Brother. Okay. So I'm going to start calling John, Brother John, once Allie and John are married. (laughs) Just because I think it's funny. I probably won't. Um, but after July 5th, neither woman is ever seen alive again. Minnie or her sister? Correct. Yikes. H.H. Holmes leaves Chicago in 1894 after being accused of arson. I don't know what he burned down because his hotel was still standing at this point. Okay. Um... And in 1894, he is in Denver and he marries a woman named Georgia York or Georgiana York, and he is still married to both Marta and Carla. So now he has three wives. I just, I have so many thoughts, but I'm also very happy that Carla and Marta were able to not be murdered, get away and uh-huh. be alive because that's actually pretty surprising to me. Yeah, I feel like like he's killed his mistress, probably yeah, more than likely, and then another and then employee at the, Minnie, the hotel for sure. I would and assume him and Minnie were probably. Oh yeah, he had so many mistresses and yeah. so many women that he was. But his wives are, I yeah. guess all you have to do is marry him, and then you're safe. Apparently. Um, so he actually goes to jail for the first time for a con in this. Uh, in uh, 1894 um, he was trying to defraud insurance companies again and he got busted so he got arrested um, while he's in jail he meets a train robber named Marion Hedgepath is that a man it's a man okay yeah 
Um, and H.H. H. Holmes tells him about his plan to defraud a, an insurance company by claiming he's someone else and then pretending, like, faking his own death and then blah, blah, blah. And that doesn't, I think that's kind of what he had tried before that didn't work. So he's like, yeah, I just need, you know, a better lawyer, someone that isn't going to ask questions. And luckily for him, Hedgepath knows a man who can help him, a lawyer. What a lucky son of a gun. Yeah. And so he connects him. So Hedgepath connects H.H. Holmes with this crooked lawyer for a promised fee of $500, which in today's money is uh, 13247 Okay, that's not even that much. Ish. I mean, I guess it's but a lot. But just to connect like, somebody with someone else, yeah. like, heck yeah. And I'm sure that's like a lot to... I'd take it. <laughs> ...to them back then. So, um, H.H. H. Holmes had this grand scheme to fake his own death and get a life insurance payout for his, his death, um, but it doesn't work out. And then he and Benjamin don't get the payout because the... Uh, insurance company was like this doesn't seem right do they go to jail again no okay so they they must have tried twice that was i was kind of confused as to why he ended up in jail the first time none of my sources like had the same answer so h.h H. holmes then convinces benjamin to try and fake his death and benjamin he actually kills him benjamin makes <laughs> up a new identity of an as an inventor named p.f barry who would die in an explosion at his laboratory. And then his wife would receive $10,000, which, excuse me, um, is $264,955 in today's money. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to let you continue because I have questions, but I'm. Okay. Feel like you're going to answer them. So she would then split that with H.H. H. Holmes. The sketchy lawyer whose name was Jephtha Howe. And then they would also give the 500 to um, Marion Hedgepath. Um, H. H. Holmes agreed to find a body that would look enough like Benjamin to burn in the fake lab. But instead, H. H. Holmes kills Benjamin, knocking him unconscious with chloroform and burning him alive. Um, you didn't answer my question. Okay. But... What was it? I was curious if this guy was actually married. Mm. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. And in the video that I watched slash listened to, um, it very sadly said that he was a very devoted family man and, like, really loved his kids and his wife, which just makes my heart so sad as that I laugh. Sad. <laughs> um, But, like, did he get the money then? So... H.H. H. Holmes collects the insurance money because Benjamin was actually dead. So it was, you know, hard to be like, that's not Benjamin. So it was Benjamin. So H.H. H. Holmes had to have been Benjamin's beneficiary. Yes. Um, and then he goes to Benjamin's wife, Carrie, and tells her that Benjamin was hiding out in Philadelphia. Oh, so she doesn't even know he's dead. No, she thinks that the whole plan has gone according to plan. Plan. And he convinces her to let take three of her and Benjamin's five kids, Alice, Nellie, and Howard, to their father so that she doesn't have to take care of all five kids on her own. Um, oh, God. He kept moving them around. So, like, they, like, went all the way from Philadelphia into, like, 
um, Toronto, uh, Canada. Okay. So, like, he just kept moving them around as he's moving Carrie around on this parallel route. So, at one point, she and her kids were, like, less than three blocks apart. And she had no idea. She thought they were with their dad. Oh, I don't. I have a feeling I'm not going to like where this is going. Yeah, you don't. Um, Alice was writing letters to her mother throughout their ordeal, and they were found with H.H. Holmes after his arrest. So he wasn't even giving oh, he wasn't even her daughter's letter yeah, to her mom. Oh. So H.H. Um, H. Holmes ends up killing the three children and burying them in the basement of the house that he and his unsuspecting wife, Carla, were living in in Toronto. Wait a sec. We're back to Carla? um oh wait no sorry you're correct it, the last wife um georgiana carla marla and georgiana marta marta and, yeah marta and georgiana so um allison nelly's bodies were found in the basement of like buried under like three feet of dirt and um howard their brother's teeth and bone fragments were found in the fireplace of a house that aj holmes had been living in in indianapolis so he killed him first and then the little girls second and how he killed little girls is really it's not great he uh puts them trigger warning yeah he puts them in a trunk drills a hole on top of the trunk and then takes the gas line from the fireplace and suffocates them to death how does he even uh, come up with these things a and is like how are you a human being it's truly horrific like Like, how is that even like a thing or a thought that and then he doesn't even like okay this is gonna sound just stupid but like he doesn't even bury them in the the trunk he just buries them in the dirt like they're trash like, to me, it would be less disgusting if he just left them in the trunk and, like, buried the whole trunk. Okay, you're talking about not a trunk of a car. No, no, like okay. like a, a luggage trunk from Thank back you. in the day. Okay. So, like, it to me, like, keeping their bodies in something is less horrific than just dumping them into the dirt. How scary. I hope they just, like, fell asleep and... That's usually what happens. Is But, like, the terror before that must have just been horrendous yeah it's not yeah it was not great um so (laughs) yep buddy it's just the neighbors (laughs) um it all comes crashing down when hedgepath who never received his 500 dollar cut tells the authorities what hh holmes plan was after he reads about benjamin's death in the local newspaper and actually um marion hedgepath gets pardoned for this and then is killed in a shootout like four months later with with police oh <laughs> i don't feel bad but i feel like this is like always what happens is like these guys promise these people money and then they don't give it to them and then it's like their downfall yep i think that happened in one of our other stories maybe i don't remember what one at this point but <laughs> we've done like 12 and we're like we don't remember yeah <laughs> Um, so H.H. Holmes was arrested in Boston in October of 1895. So how long was he on the, whoa. Wow. I don't, we don't know if you guys could hear that, but someone's got a loud car. Um, on the like 
prowl, I guess, or like. Um, so he graduated from college in 1884. So this is only like. And then this all happened. Less than 20 years. In it's like 11 years in wow. 1895. That's is when he's arrested. Yeah, that's faster than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. Um, he was only charged for the murders of Benjamin, Alice, Nellie, and Howard Peitzel. But A.J. Holmes claimed that he'd killed up to 27 people in Chicago, Toronto, and Indianapolis and had six attempted murders in those same areas. Attempted murders. So then, like, did these people just not run away? And yeah, like, like he, like, like, an attempted murder. You know, like, he tried to yeah, poison but did these them people and it go didn't to, work. Or, they probably didn't even know. Yeah, more than likely. Um we know that he didn't kill all those 27 people, though, because some of them were still alive when he said he'd killed them. Okay. <laughs> so we don't really know because, like, estimates go all the way into the hundreds of people that just vanished during this 11-year period of time in the cities he was in. But we don't actually know how many people he killed. Yeah, because, I mean, even though, you know, some of those people are still alive, he could have been not mentioning others or some people probably didn't even know that some people were missing or well and like none of the bodies were found except for the peitzel family that's so crazy um he was also selling bodies uh, like the skeletons of his victims to medical science so some of them went there and like it's really hard to like track how many of those he had right um when police searched the hotel that H.H. Holmes had owned, they found secret passages, uh, vats for acid to decompose bodies, chutes that went directly from the floor to the basement, doors that locked from the outside, rooms that were soundproof, um, and rooms that had uh, gas jets that would asphyxiate victims, and a kiln to cremate the bodies. What a nightmare. He also allegedly had like a bunch of torture devices like in the basement, that he would use to like you know try and stretch the body out and it would like rip people in half and like jesus yeah he was yeah he was really disgusting um his trial started on october or in october of 1895 and the first thing that he does and this is gonna shock you was he his own lawyer? Yep. (gasps) he dismisses his lawyers and defends himself i wrote are we shocked that's hilarious. I love that I guessed that immediately. Yeah, because, like, let's be real. We're not shocked. Um, so in the video that I was listening to, it also talks about the trial a lot. And one of the victim or one of the star witnesses was Carrie Peitzel. Mm. And she came in and was shown the letters that her daughter had written oh, her. No. And apparently she just, like, bursts into tears and is like that's my daughter's writing and is just sobbing and like everyone in the courtroom except for Holmes is like crying and upset and he's just like doodling on a piece of paper this poor woman literally lost her whole family she's got two kids left oh good her oldest and her youngest but still like I I just feel so bad for her because her husband trusted this man so she trusted this man and then he killed like most of her family it's just terrible. Um, so then when his wife, Georgiana, comes in to testify that, like, she had no idea any of this was going on, but, yeah, we were in these areas, whatever. Um, 
he starts just sobbing, just like wailing. And, what is it with his wives? And well, and people are just like, he didn't react appropriately, and he missed his opportunity to show that he was human by sobbing when everyone else was crying because of Carrie. Even yeah. the judge was crying. Yeah. And so now he's trying to show human emotion. And he's just doing it in such an inappropriate way because he, like, literally doesn't know how. Okay. I was going to say, like, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. now that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. So, let's see. He was um, hanged on May 7th, 1896 in Philadelphia. And the H.H. Home t- Hotel, H.H. Holmes Hotel, that's a lot of H's, uh, is often called the Murder Castle, and it was burned down. No one knows exactly what happened, if it was arson to cover up more evidence or someone who was angry about the murders or didn't want it to be like a touristy thing for people to come and, oh my God, look at H.H. Holmes, the Murder Castle, you know. Did you ever, did they... I'm assuming like police and stuff got to search it. Yeah, yeah, that's how they found all the the vats for right. the acid and the Huh. And then um another sad note, the caretaker of the hotel that worked there um ends up completing suicide because his family said that he was hearing things and seeing ghosts and having hallucinations and just like was not of his right mind after all this had happened because of the guilt that he felt so he ends up completing suicide i don't remember if it was like pills or if it was a gunshot but that's either way either way it's super super sad i would contribute um another victim to hh holmes oh absolutely so yeah, because without A.J. Holmes, there's no way that man would have ever felt guilty yeah. for anything. So, um, and then, like I mentioned before, he it was found out later after the trial that he was selling the skeletons of his victims to medical labs and schools in the area to be used as learning tools. Yikes. Um, there's also been speculation that A.J. Holmes could be Jack the Ripper, but there doesn't seem to be actual... Um, any actual evidence um, for this to be true it wasn't jack the ripper and yes but jack the ripper happened right before aj Holmes started his yeah but was there any like evidence that no that's yeah, okay that's the thing that's why people like people who are like oh jack the ripper could have been this person or that person a lot of people bring up aj Holmes when they talk about it i just feel like that wasn't his like mo no he's he was much more stealthy than that yeah and like by killing prostitutes or sex workers i don't remember. i believe it's sex workers yeah i sorry if i just offended anybody yeah i don't I, remember which term is correct i believe it's sex workers i think you're right if we're wrong please let us know yeah and we apologize in advance if yeah. we're wrong um but they there's no reason to do that like aj holmes murdered people for their money and And for life insurance and he got like he got rid of the bodies yeah and jack the ripper was like here you go it was way too like public and sloppy almost in a way i guess you could say yeah so i just that doesn't make sense to me but yeah it didn't me either but i thought it was kind of an interesting yeah Yeah. little fact to throw in there at the end so yeah and like i said like he could have killed anywhere from six to 126 people that's i mean i'm sure if i had to guess probably on the um 
higher end. higher end of yeah. things me too um that is my guess and um this actually was suggested by one of my friends whose name is also emmeline uh that was the name of one of his victims was um. emmeline they spell it the same way so she was like yeah i've always found that found that one really interesting and so when i started looking at stuff to do this week i was like i could do this one so yeah i feel like that's a pretty well-known story yeah it was like i said there was a lot of information so it was kind of hard to like pare it down into my own telling of it if that makes sense yeah oh no i understand especially when it's such like a big case you're like how do i fit yeah all of this information into not two hours 40 to 50 minutes yeah Yeah. we're trying to keep it you know around there so yeah well that's interesting i oh oh oh. he sees birds (laughs) he just wants to go outside um yeah, that's a good good story. If uh, you guys have any thoughts on H.H. Holmes. Anything that I missed that you think is important, please yeah. let us know. Let us know and we will be happy to discuss with you. Um, so my sources were Mental Floss, Nine Things You Don't or Didn't Know About America's First ser- Serial Killer, H.H. Holmes. Um, a video called H.H. H. Holmes, America's First Serial Killer by Waterfront Productions, Wikipedia, um, Britannica, H.H. H. Holmes Biography, and Facts. Awesome. Um, okay. Social medias. You got this. I don't have them all. I know. MW Madness Podcast on Instagram. Yep. Midwest Madness Podcast Group on Facebook. Yep midwest matt oh sorry mwm nope i forgot the gmail <laughs> mw madness podcast at gmail.com and mw madness pod is the twitter i promise we'll get this down one day yeah it'll be like episode 30 and we'll yeah. be like okay we got it you guys we got it perfect all right um anything else uh have a great week you guys sorry this was kind of gruesome see ya (laughs) next tuesday everybody well we do have a surprise mini coming oh within the next week or so yeah so so be be aware of that it'll be dropping on a friday okay be on the lookout for that you guys and we will see you later bye